Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I love being green. I wish I was green forever. I felt the same way when I was rocket. I was like, I wish I was a raccoon. And Patrick's like, you are so effing weird. I don't understand. I, I'm like, I can't help it. I just like the way I look. I'm Kirby. And I'm Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los, Los Angeles. Angeles! Every week we break down the most important beauty news and launches, interview your favorite beauty experts, influencers, and celebrity guests, and review our favorite beauty products of the moment as your beauty editor BFFs from the beautiful and great city of Los Angeles. Welcome Glamgelinos! We Ooh. hope you stay a while. Cute. That's cute. Happy post-Hollow weekend, Miss Queen of Halloween, Kirby Johnson. <laughs> Thank you. I had a great weekend. Your costume was incredible. The family, Ollie was the real MVP of the Christensen Tan household, I have to say. Really, though? I'm waiting for him to be like, no, mom, I'm done with your bullshit. But he just continues to accept and thrive, just be a, the most patient boy. Like, I kept putting that squid mask mask on him and, like, telling him to, like, you know, pose for the photo. And he just, like, I think he's given up. Like, he's like, all right. He's a Leo. He embraces it. Yeah. Yeah. He does. So Sarah's family was squid game. Extremely wholesome. (laughs) Yeah. Poor little Zoe. Just player 465. Sarah was the extremely disturbing red light, green light girl. What is the official name for her? I don't know. I don't know what her official name is, but she is a like popular character that's found in like children's textbooks in Korea. Oh, interesting. Okay. Which makes it like even creepier that they turned her into this like killer doll. 100%. The children will be traumatized. I mean, hopefully Mm -hmm. children are not watching Squid Game, but you know. I know, but like my nephew who is, he's like 10 or 11, regardless, younger than the age you should be watching Squid Game. And he like loved it. And I'm like, okay, sir, that's, you're too young. (laughs) Take it back. (laughs) Take it down a notch. But like, how old were we when the first Scream came out? Oh, like 1996, we were 10. Yeah, we were fourth grade. I remember like half watching it and I was really traumatized. Oh, but I was obsessed too because I was like, of course you were sexy kind of (laughs) Yeah, sexy. Yeah. You know, it's your sexual awakening. Yeah. Wow. I remember like sneakily watching that in my cousin's basement in Ohio being like, oh my God, I can't believe this. (laughs) And my mom like seemingly didn't care that I was watching it either. Way to go, Janet. And we all turned out okay. Yeah, we're fine. Eh. Yeah. Can we bring up the fact, I have to discuss this with someone because I could not stop laughing at this caption. Just Jared posted a photo (laughs) set, okay, of I guess this realtor, he's either a realtor or somebody that helps celebrities get their homes. I think his name is Michael Braun. Do you know who I'm talking about? No, I don't. 
So he pops up here and there in like famous people's Instagrams. He's becoming like tangentially associated. Famous? Yes. He's like a uh, Derek Blasberg type, I guess you could say. Sure. All right. And so he threw, I guess, the new like hot Halloween party that everybody was going to. And there was like a whole Squid Game setup, which I have to say, in my opinion, I'm kind of like, did y'all not watch Squid Games? Because like the whole point is that like these people are in traumatic amounts of debt. And the reason why they're playing this game is to fucking try to pay off their debt. And then y'all are a bunch of rich people. It's like so ironic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm just like, can someone acknowledge the fact that this is weird? Yeah, no, you should have left a comment on Just Jared's Instagram. (laughs) Well, I did leave a comment, but not about that. The comment I left was like, we are not well, because literally it was like Michael Braun. I don't even know if that's actually his name, but that's the name I remember. So that's the name I'm going with. Michael Braun holds his annual Halloween party with Casamigos tequila and squid game decorations provided by booby tape. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Booby tape, like, no shade to you. But, like, literally if booby tape was like, hey, listen, want to give you tons of money and also provide decorations, I would be like, that's great. But, like, do not send out a press release to the media declaring that they have to include in the caption that the fucking games were brought to you by booby tape. Yeah, especially because we're team new boob tape over here. We are. We are. We're team new N-U-E, the best boob tape of all effing time. Like, I would much rather have new plastered across the Scary Squid Game doll's chest versus booby tape. Honestly feels like something out of 30 Rock. Like, it just doesn't feel real. Squid Game decorations brought to you by booby tape? I know. Like, the creator of uh, of booby tape, creator of Squid Games back in Korea is probably like, just watching all of the Halloween shenanigans unfold and is like, what have I done? (laughs) Yeah. He's also probably like, did y'all not take anything away from this show? Right. Like, literally. Literally. There was a message. There was a message. So, yeah, it was fun. We were only in it for a little bit because... We went trick-or-treating and I didn't want to have to explain to like our older neighbors who probably didn't watch Squid Games like what uh, Zoe was. So I put a pumpkin costume on top of her tracksuit. But it was great. It was great. But let's talk about your costumes because first of all, I can't believe that there is not a trace of green body paint on you right now. Oh, you would think, Sarah. Like by looking at me, you're like, oh, no green. I like will go and just randomly like clean my ears and be like, oh, no. When you go green... You stay green for a very long time. Underneath my nails are completely green. I have green underneath my breasts. So I was Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy. Two years ago, I was Rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy, and I did, like, full Rocket cosplay. I painted my face and applied actual hair for fur to my face. Like, people thought I was wearing a mask, and we went to Disneyland. And I, like, walked around Third Street in Los Angeles dressed like Rocket the Raccoon like a crazy person. This year, I was Gamora, so I painted not just, like, my face and my neck, but, like, my entire body, inside my ears, back of my neck, arms, chest, stomach, like, the whole nine. I didn't paint my legs because I was wearing literally the tightest pants I could even put on my body, and I had the best time. 
You looked incredible. Like you looked like Disney paid you to be there. They should at this point. And also, let me just tell you, every single time I paint myself, I I get this weird thing where I'm like, I wish I was like this. Like, I really wished <laughs> I was green. Like, I was like, wow, I love being green. <laughs> I wish I was green forever. <laughs> I felt the same way when I was rocking. I was like, I wish I was a raccoon. And Patrick's like, you are so effing weird. I don't understand. I, I'm like, I can't help it. I just like the way I look. <laughs> I like the way I look. I mean, you're so good at it. Thanks. You are a true talent. It is like unbelievable. I look forward to it every year. But like if I were a Disneyland employee, I would have thought that you were also an employee. (laughs) I always say like if I could pick up a side gig, it would be character actor at Disneyland. Just let me go and be free. I would love every minute of it. Well, who is left for Halloween when you go to Disneyland? I have to go as Drax, who is like blue, bald, and shirtless, that will be an interesting thing to attempt. Hmm. I could also be Nebula, who is Gamora's sister, daughter of Thor as well. I really wanted to be Vision this year from Mm -hmm. WandaVision, Mm -hmm. but he's a robot and robots are really, really hard to replicate with paint. So I feel like I have to give it a couple of shots. Like I have to do it a dozen times before I feel really comfortable doing it. And maybe you can get a booby tape sponsor to help you get some actual, like, robot features. (laughs) Vision brought to you by booby tape. (laughs) I'm going to use booby tape to flatten my chest when I'm trying to become a robot. There we go. And then you were Miss Britney Spears. Yeah, I was like niche Britney Spears. I saw this tweet that perfectly encapsulated, like, most of the costumes I saw this year. And it was like... Everybody's costume this year was like, remember that episode of Sex in the City when Carrie ate that sandwich at that shop and there was an Evian water in the back? I was the Evian water. I'm like, that's yeah. literally my costume from Friday. There is a notoriously like famous picture of Britney Spears in 2002. It was like rumors swirling that she and Justin were breaking up and she's wearing a juicy couture shirt that says dump him on it it's light blue with orange letters she's wearing like a newsboy cap and drinking a Starbucks and wearing velour pants when you see this picture like obviously you can tell it's Britney Spears but like this is like an iconic paparazzi photo so I was like listen I'm gonna do this and my people are gonna know what this is like the minute they see it and they did they did Benny drama One of those people was Benny Drama. If you do not follow Benito Skinner, a.k.a. Benny Drama 7 on Instagram, please follow him. He is so funny. He does amazing astrology videos. He makes fun of the Kardashians nonstop to the point that, like, they follow him and love, love, love his content. And so he showed up with his podcast co-host, Mary Beth Barone, as Kravis. She transformed into Travis Barker. And when I tell you, I was so jealous of her costume, like... They, they literally made her bald and put a bunch of tattoos all over her face, all over her body. It was incredible. He was Courtney. And Patrick, my boyfriend, now works for Spotify. And so he got invited to their Halloween party, which was hosted by Benito and Mary Beth. So we went. Shout out to the Spotify team. Literally the best Halloween party I have ever been to. Lizzo showed up as Baby Yoda. Unannounced, by the way. Sarah, they did not know Lizzo was coming. It's crazy. And the best part, it's like she just decided either she wanted to go to Saddle Ranch or like just saw that there was a party happening and was like, oh, I'm going to go in. And she happened to walk in literally 
when the first Lizzo song of the night was being played. So she like sprinted in there. I just see like a baby Yoda like running past me, not knowing who it is. And Patrick's like, that's Lizzo. I'm like, shut the hell up. It was the craziest thing. And then just have like the instrumental tracks of her album on her phone. And she's like, here. No. So the DJ obviously is like a great DJ because like the minute he saw her, he's like, oh, it's Figured it so out. he gave her a mic. And so she started performing and then he started like playing all her tracks. So he played like three or four of her songs and she was singing. I mean, he clearly had the instrumental version. So she was just like going to town. It was incredible. It was truly incredible. I had the best time. Benny was like your costume dead. I love it so much. Miss Britney Spears. And I was like, Sarah, you know, like when we meet famous people. We're very composed. We're like professionals. Obviously on the podcast, it's a little different. We like kind of fangirl and like get excited. But like, usually it's like calm, cool and collected. We're not trying to be weirdos. I had no chill whatsoever meeting him. I was like, I love you. And you need to know that you're going to be like the biggest star in the world. I will support you. (laughs) Patrick was like, you have never looked so happy in your life. So anyways, I'm a huge fan of Benny drama. I can't wait for you guys to become best friends and then Benny will come on the podcast. Benny and Mary Beth. First of all, their podcast is amazing. Go listen to it. Obsessed. But like, please come on. Los Angeles. We want to hear what beauty products y'all are obsessed with. Yes, absolutely. Please, please, please. But a very successful Halloween, I have to say. Yeah, I was so hungover on Saturday. I do not know <laughs> how I pulled it together, but I'm so glad that we had fun this weekend. Yeah. On that note, there is big Sarah Tan news. Big, huge, big Sarah Tan news. Sarah Tan, tell everybody what's on your nails. Okay, so as you guys know, for November, we are doing $20 and under products, which it's not that hard for us, but it's just something that we have to be a little bit mindful of. A little bit of a challenge. Sorry, can you hear Zoe? She's a little upset. Like, like, damn so. it, mom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, She's okay. She's that's okay. upsetting. But okay, back back to me. On my nails, we have a set of press-on extensions made by the one and only Nails of LA, Brittany Boyce, who is celebrity nail artist to Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly. She's both, you know, members of Kravis. She's done Olivia Rodrigo. Both members of Kravis. <laughs> like, it's a band. Yeah. And she named a design after me. So the set that I'm wearing is called the Sarah Tan. It's Nails of LA and Sarah Tan nail set. I am the biggest fan, so I already bought mine. Oh, my god! money. You're so sweet. Thanks, Curves. And... What's important about this collaboration, Sarah? Well, first of all, if you have not tried Britney's Nails of LA press-ons before and you like are a fan of press-ons or you're just looking for like a fun and easy way to have 
like really chic nail art. Kirby and I have talked about the press-ons before, but what I love about them are they're so easy to apply. Like I always find it really hard to find press-ons that actually like match the size of my nail bed. The glue can sometimes be really irritating. She includes like really great adhesives. So even if you have really sensitive nail beds, they're really great for you. And then she offers the press-ons in different sizes. So you can find ones that match perfectly. But let me back up and tell the story of how she came to like name them after me so back in February 2020 Brittany did my nails and I showed her this like picture for inspiration and it was kind of like an abstract design Brittany being like the true artist that she is took inspiration from the image and then made it her own and like also kept in mind like the colors that I liked and like my aesthetic as she said and then came up with this design I Instagrammed it and this was, I mean, Brittany was already like, she already had like a blossoming career, but she didn't have that many celebrity clients at the time. So she was really like building her portfolio. I would, I think, I mean, like she was doing a lot of editorial, she was assisting. So she was just like having fun. The fact that she like even was doing like house calls with me. Anyways, we shared this photo and to this day, it's like my most popular and engaged posts are like, you know, having Zoe, my pregnancy announcement, like my new job change, Los Angeles announcement, and then this, like everyone freaking loved this design. It was like shared, like, I don't even know how many times, like a thousand times. And then Brittany shared it. And same thing with her. It's gone on like different nail trend reports, like people have written about it. So basically, Brittany was like, we need to create press-ons and because you were the one that I did the design on. I'm going to name it after you. So she was very sweet. Then she also asked what nonprofit organization I wanted to donate 20% of the proceeds to. So when you buy the $16 nail set, which Kirby has already has, thank you, 20% of the proceeds will be going to Teach AAPI, which is a wonderful new organization that's actually based out here in LA. It is a grassroots parent-led organization and they came together with this collective purpose to influence the experience of Asian American Pacific Islander children and to help their friends and peers become better allies too. So it's such a wonderful organization. We're going to link it in the show notes as well and on the website so you guys can check it out and donate independently if you'd like to too. But yeah, so they're available now, $16. And I can't wait till everyone can get their hands on them. They're legit amazing press-ons. Some press-ons just look so completely fake, like real fake. And then there's some that like they look good, but they don't fit properly. And I think like Brittany does a really great job of providing this beautiful, elevated nail art to people that like just don't have the time or the patience because like nail art takes a long time, especially if you're getting like the pro gel where you want it to last several weeks. So this is kind of like a fun way to play with that. I love mine. I've like tried all of her different designs and I've had my nails done by her in the past and she's just a really amazing artist. So I'm very proud of you, Sarah Tan. Where can we get them on her website, Nails of LA? Yes, you can get them on nailsofla.com. We'll have a link on our website so you guys can go directly to that. But I also wanted to mention that Brittany is a fan of the podcast. 
I think I told you this, Kirby, but she listened to us one day during a drive where she was feeling really anxious and she wanted to hear like familiar voices. And so she turned on an episode of ours. Isn't that sweet? That's so sweet. We love Brittany. We'll have to have Brittany on. Perfect. Nails of LA. LA. Why do you keep saying LA? (laughs) Nails of LA X. You know how all the YouTubers say X instead of and? Yeah. It's anyways. It's Nails of LA and Sarah Tan. But if you want to go influencer, you can say Nails X. of LA X Sarah Tan. We love it. Beauty news. Y'all, we talked to Mario about this and how some of y'all were thinking we're little scammers over here with Augustinus Potter. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no. Mm-mm. Or as Bailey Sarian says, nay, nay. Nay, nay. We are not scamming you. Just like La Mer has their miracle broth and it has, you know, the algae, the fermented algae in it that helps with things like burns and, mm-hmm. you know, revitalizing the skin and all of that great stuff. Augustinus Botter has their secret sauce. The Trigger Factor Complex. Yes, thank you. The Trigger Factor Complex, okay? And Augustinus Botter is a professor. He is globally recognized as a biomedical scientist and physician. He is one of the foremost experts in the field of stem cell biology and regenerative medicine. I had the distinct honor of meeting this man, IRL. Sarah had already met him because he did an event with Victoria Beckham. Y'all may recall that she recruited him to help her create her primer and a few other products for her line. And they were beautiful. And this is when Kirby was like circling to find parking, remember? Oh, yes. Yep. I could not find parking. And I was like, sorry, Mr. Botter, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I'll see you next year <laughs> or two see years from now. Year, spice. <laughs> okay. So he and his team made their way to the United States after, you know, not being able to visit for a very long time. I got to meet him at this intimate party. He is adorable, so humble, and he's just done a lot in terms of like creating products for skin that wants to see legit results. I know people that cannot live without this cream mm-hmm. and his his uh, rich cream in particular, like their skin craves it and they need it at all times, but I want to give you a little background on Professor Botter just so you know, like, he's legit. This is, like, a legit skincare. It's not snake (laughs) oil. I I don't know where people got that idea, okay? So he's the director and professor of applied stem cell biology and cell technology at the University of Leipzig in Germany. And he is the co-founder with Charles Rosier of AC Therapeutics Limited, which creates his brand Augustinus Botter. You can go to the website and see like he's world renowned. Um, he has been studied in me- art, not studied. He's been published in many publications. I'm reading this article. And so it was in 2008, he developed a wound gel that healed severe skin traumas. And that was the technique that inspired the trigger factor complex and everything. The, all the amazingness in the skincare brand. Yeah. And like, as y'all know, we're just very much big fans of products that were developed out of like medical necessity. You know, like he initially created this because they were looking for something to help with wound care. And then 
obviously they were like, huh, I wonder what this could do for like skincare. And here we go. We love science. We love science. This man, he has like over 200 patents in the field, over 190 plus peer reviewed papers, 30 years of research, 10 prestigious scientific research awards. He's given countless lectures. He knows his stuff. Okay. So he has the rich cream, which we've raved about since day one. He has an essence. I love the body cream. I mm-hmm. love the balm for mm-hmm. makeup removal. They just came out with this beautiful, beautiful serum, this beautiful face serum that comes in this gorgeous. It honestly looks like a chiller that you would use for like champagne or wine. I mean, it's legit. And so the whole thing is like he he just wanted it to be like a decadent thing that you could buy and feel good about having. And then you just, you know, you don't buy the th- the what is it even called? I keep wanting to call it a decanter. It's not a decanter. It's a, it just holds the serum. Yeah. It's like a serum vial holder. Yeah. It's like, it's a I display. Don't even know. It's, it's a display. It's gorgeous. You don't buy that more than once. Like you would just replenish the serum within it. The big news here is that Augustinus is coming out with hair care. Okay. So this story is from Vogue Business. There's five hair care products that are being launched that include a shampoo and conditioner, a leave-in treatment, a hair oil, and a scalp treatment. The prices range from $50 to $80. They'll be sold across department stores and places like Cult Beauty, Space NK, Net-A-Porter, Sephora, Neiman Marcus, and Nordstrom. So lots of places to pick it up. The approach where, you know, he wanted to find innovation in beauty with his skincare line is now being applied to this I haven't tried it. And at the event that we were at, they didn't mention that hair care was launching. So I don't have it yet. Sarah, do you have it yet? I do not. I'm waiting for it. Yeah. So I think this is going to be really interesting. I honestly wonder like how this is going to compare to my all-time favorite virtue Mm -hmm. labs. Mm -hmm. I'm really curious about the scalp products. I don't even really have a press release about this. So I couldn't tell you much about like what's unique about the shampoo and conditioner except that all of these products have the trigger factor complex in it i had a friend message me actually recently saying that she feels like she's losing her hair and she was showing you know sending pictures to our group chat like does it look like my hair is getting thinner i feel like it's getting thinner and i was like you need to listen to a couple episodes of los angeles because we <laughs> have some good ones about scalp health yes and what we to do, do. And so I feel like especially if you're concerned about scalp health or hair loss, perhaps the scalp treatment might be worth looking into. But I do want to say, like, I don't know exactly what's in the scalp treatment. So I would be curious to learn more about the ingredients and see if there's been clinicals done. I'm sure there have been and learn a little bit more. But that's the news. That's what we wanted to tell you guys that our precious Augustinus Botter is now getting into the hair care game. Yeah, I feel like 2022 is going to be a big year for like luxury hair care. 2021 was like luxury body care. And now we're just spending all of our money on more luxury hair care now. Yeah, people are going to start giving their hair the TLC it deserves. Yeah, I love it. Well, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I love me a drugstore hair product shampoo. I love OGX. Same. John Frieda. (laughs) Yes. Give it to me. I'm all about it. Okay, Sarah, this is crazy news. And I feel like you're way more entangled in it than I am because I just keep seeing tweets. I'm like, 
Every day there's a new thing. Slightly Kirby. Maybe I read one more article than you, but let's discuss this. So okay. if you guys have been following any gamer slash beauty news, <laughs> you might have seen that there was a brand called Reflect that launched a few weeks ago, or maybe it was even like two weeks ago. And it was launched by Valkyrie. Her name is Rachel Hofstetter, aka Valkyrie. She is like one of the biggest female gamers out there. She's a huge, huge audience, huge following. I have a note here. She is the most watched female streamer. And she announced a new blue light blocking skincare line that was available online and at Ulta Beauty on October 24th. The tagline was, it was skincare for anyone that uses a screen. So literally all of us. And it made all these claims that it could protect you from, you know, blue light and all this stuff. But they did not provide any clinicals. There was no research to back up any of their claims. And most importantly, there aren't really any studies that prove that blue light is truly harmful for your skin, right? Kirby and I have talked about this on the pod before. We had Dr. Loretta on to talk about, you know, what does blue light actually do? Is blue light exposure from the sun, is that the same thing as the blue light you get from the screen? Anyways, tons and tons of backlash, like from the gaming community, from the beauty community, from her fellow like gamers, they all just like attacked her. And we just found out over the weekend that they pulled the entire skincare line. They have literally scrubbed the internet of Reflect Skincare. Reflect posted a message saying Reflect is no longer available. Thank you to all who played important roles to conduct research, develop products, create a brand, and serve as partners along our journey. While we believe in the formulations created after further reflection have decided to move forward on new paths, effectively terminating the Reflect brand. Is this like the fastest a brand has risen and fallen, Kirby? I mean, I feel like it has to be because this is effing insane. They didn't even like try. They didn't try to like save themselves at all. So I think one of the biggest issues and anybody that knows more about this, please correct me if I'm wrong, because I really just have been keeping up via Twitter. haven't been reading too much into it. I'm pretty sure that Valkyrie. Valkyrie, I think. She, I, I don't mean disrespect. I'm just like looking at it's Val, Valka Ray, like yeah. Rachel. You know what I mean? Isn't that okay? Totally. So I think that she disassociated with the brand. Like, I think they brought her on as like the face of it to be a brand founder, quote unquote. And I feel like we should have a whole other episode about how people become brand founders. You had no founding business, you did not found it. You did not, you did not find it. You did not found it. Like Bella Hadid, what is she now the co-founder of? She's a co-founder of something? No. Is it Kin? Is that what it is? Or was that Kendall Jenner? I can't keep up with them. No, it's not Kendall because Kendall has her. Oh, Kendall has Moon. And her own tequila. Bella Hadid is co-founder of Kin Euphorics. Oh, yeah. Okay, that didn't make sense to me. So that's another one. Yeah, there's lots of brand founders who just 
they say that they're the brand founder and it's because they bring notoriety to the brand, but like they did not start this company. They have no idea. They're like basically very media trained to like talk about it, but they aren't the actual brand founder. Anyways, I think that's maybe what happened here. They were like, we need a big face and we're going to target this at people that use their screens a lot. Gaming is a huge category. We should find somebody in the gaming community that could do this. They reach out to Rachel and she's like, sure, sounds good enough. At the same time, like Rachel isn't an expert on skincare. She's not a journalist, so she doesn't know how to research this stuff. Like she's basically getting fed pseudoscience and she's thinking, oh, this is like probably really helpful for my fan base. Like this is great. And then they launch and then gamers are like, uh, what are you talking about? I got tagged in a thread from somebody who's really big into gaming that was like, I'd love to hear you in your thoughts about this. And I was just like, the thing about blue light is like, you get blue light from the sun too. And like, really, you don't need a special ingredient to protect you from blue light. It's literally sunscreen and an antioxidant. That's all you really need. That's kind of it. Like there's nothing super special about like anything. It just felt very gimmicky. Mm -hmm. The whole thing felt very gimmicky. And they're like, anybody that uses a screen, you're like, okay. Yeah. Okay. So this kind of feels like you're fear mongering. Totally. Oh, y'all haven't been using stuff that has been protecting you. And it's like, no, you probably have. You probably have. But at the same time, like Reflect is not the first and only brand that is selling products aimed at telling you that you absolutely need it to protect you from blue light, right? Like there's tons of products out there that people just like haven't really gone after yet. So that brings me to my question of like, which we, we've discussed, but we should probably dive a little deeper is like, what is the science here exactly? And how are these beauty brands able to make these claims? It's just marketing. It's just marketing because like, like blue light is a thing, right? And there are some published studies that say that like blue light when used in large quantities can affect you. But like, for instance, blue light from the sun and like there's UVA, UVB, and then HEV, right? Right. right. If you're using an antioxidant and a sunscreen, you're protected from that. Yeah. That's exactly what's in Dr. Loretta's urban sunscreen. I can't remember the actual name of it. So that's like where that comes from. But when you're telling people like, fear mongering like they don't don't have this like proprietary ingredient and then you like find out the ingredient is like just an antioxidant right that's misleading in my humble opinion not to mention this whole brand was like you use a screen so you're getting blue light damage and it's like do you know how long you have to be sitting in front of your phone you literally have to hold your phone or your computer like two inches from your face for like five hours at a time nothing on your skin You're not wearing any moisturizer, no sunscreen, no vitamin C. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be consuming screen time in very close proximity for like literally days to see any type of damage happen to your skin. Otherwise, like we would all look decrepit by now. (laughs) We would all be looking like Gollum coming out of an effing cave. Like that is not what is happening here. So I mean, I could not see this brand doing well, especially with all the backlash. I just can't believe how quickly they fell. There is a doctor, Dr. Andrea Suarez, who is on YouTube and she is a dermatologist, I believe. And she made like a reaction video to like reflect. And the analogy that she used is 
She said that using skincare to protect from artificial blue light from the screen is like wearing a life vest to drink water. <gasps> wow, that's a great analogy. That's a great analogy. We love to see it. We love to see it. All to say is it's unnecessary, guys. Yeah. Like, we get this all the time because we get brands reaching out to us before they launch wanting our take, especially if they're doing, like, desk sides before product or brand launches. We often have our publicist friends saying, like, what do you think? Like, what's the tea? And we're just like, why are you marketing this with reef safe? Why are you marketing this with blue light protection? Just because you think that's what people are talking about. Don't feed into the monster. Let, why don't you set the stage? Yes. It's like calling vegetable gluten-free, you know? C completely unnecessary. Yeah, but I was truly shook. I was like, okay, it's gone. It's gone now. It's completely gone. Oh, there needs to be more regulation on these beauty marketing. I mean, I agree, but it's like the government has bigger fish to fry. They do. That's why you guys come to Los Angeles. Do you need blue light protection? No. Wear your vitamin C and wear a chemical sunscreen. And we're good. We're good. <laughs> or a physical sunscreen, whatever the hell you want to wear. Okay. We both are like, what does this mean? Like shrug emoji. <laughs> what does this mean? I don't know. Help us. Are we going to play this clip in like 10 years? Like the Katie Couric clip of her talking about the internet? Like what is the internet? Yes, we're going to be a joke in 10 years, so everybody prepare for this. <laughs> okay, beauty NFTs. I literally have this in the doc. Do we care? I frankly don't. I'm rude, and I'm sorry about it, but I, I just don't care. P stop trying to make beauty NFTs happen, please. I don't know who they're talking to that says, like, this is the future. Patrick was trying to explain to me what an NFT was because the NBA was doing it. And they had like a LeBron NFT and it's like a, a thing that when you get it, like nobody else can get it. So it means it's more like lucrative that only you have it. So it's like online, like basketball cards. Like what is this? The thing with a beauty NFT is that like it beauty, it's like it's so tangible. Like you need to touch and feel in person. Like I don't understand how it can be an NFT. Okay, so here's the deal. There's this actually a really lovely article on Pop Sugar about NFTs. It says, NFTs are sweeping the beauty industry, but what does that mean for you? And I was like, click. I want to know. I don't know what the hell's going on. What does it mean, Natisha? <laughs> it says, today, there's a whole new world of cryptocurrency and blockchain technology available, which started as a plausible main system maintaining transactions, but has now traversed into the way we see product ownership and creativity. I'm going to be real. I don't understand one thing from that sentence. Not one. <laughs> Maybe creativity <laughs> and ownership, okay? It says, one of these new methods dominating the art, fashion, and beauty worlds is non-fungible tokens, better known by its acronym NFTs. Did I say non-fungible correctly? Probably not. It could be non-fungible. I don't know. I think fungible. Again, they'll play this clip 10 years from now. So the video app, wow. Okay, hold on. Pop Sugar, we all know what TikTok is. TikTok, literally, it says the video app TikTok. Come on now, who are you talking to? Okay, TikTok recently announced it's going to start selling its top viral videos for NFTs. What? So like we could buy an NFT of Kombucha Girl? Yeah, or like I would definitely buy like No Bones Day, the pug. 
I would be buying Sylvanian drama like oh, nobody's business. Yeah. RIP, is that account dead? It hasn't posted since like September. I don't know. And then Tink's ri- Rich Mom content. That one's an expensive NFT for sure. That is, that is. I know NARS did an NFT. We got an email about it and I was like, cool. No idea what you're talking about. Shrug, girl. Shrug. Elf Cosmetics to Givenchy Beauty are experimenting with the digital token, which poses the question, will cryptocurrency change how we exchange and interact with beauty? Okay. I'm trying to figure out, like, what does an NFT look like in the beauty world, okay? And it says when NARS did it, they did for their hero blush orgasm. They commissioned a collection of three NFT artworks by these artists and that they said that they saw a strong response to the pilot from our community as well as digital creators. And now we are planning to launch additional programs that incorporate virtual goods in 2022, why would you buy an NFT of orgasm than like buy an actual orgasm compact and like wear it? That's what I'm saying. Are you like busting this out in, on your phone and saying to people like, hey, check this out. I got this new orgasm blush NFT. Do you want to like, is it like Pokemon cards? I don't understand. And is it just sort of a way for you to like invest in the brand's that you love and like you feel like you are a part of the NARS family because you have an NFT. I mean, maybe, but like, wouldn't you just feel that way by like being like a supporter and fan of the brand's products and like using their products? I don't know. We should have maybe like Michelle Fond can come back on. She probably has some thoughts on beauty NFTs. I want to say like, I am notoriously a late adopter to a lot of things. Like I got on TikTok when it was musically, but then I was like, no. And then I never got back on it until maybe two years after they had rebranded to TikTok. So I feel like I'm probably going to be super late to the NFT game. And that's just my journey. And I have to live with it. But if you were investing in an NFT and it was like giving you like stock in the company, I feel like I would be way more interested, but I'm not getting that. If you are an expert on NFTs and you'll want to come on during our new beauty news section and explain like the benefit to us, because I'm really not understanding the benefit. Oh, wait, hold on. There's a, <laughs> as I say this, I scroll down what NFTs mean for you the beauty consumer. By the way, this is the shortest paragraph out of all of the paragraphs here, okay? In a market where the success of a brand and beauty product rides on the physical and visible result, some may find there's a disconnect between NFTs and the beauty consumer, like us. Not granting the owner anything but ownership, NFTs are a token certifying the original file, but this is where it changes the projection for beauty. Instead of a product being the only way to connect with the brand, NFTs provide an opportunity for people to buy into the brand, whether it's through digital collectibles, virtual goods, or emerging asset classes, activating new, exciting, and in limited ways to hyper-connect. I'm sorry, no. no. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to connect with a brand. I don't want to connect. You are already getting my money when I buy your product. I'm not trying to become a part of your family or whatever you're trying to like pretend like this is. <laughs> I don't need it. If I want to buy digital art that was like exclusive, I wouldn't be going to a to beauty, a beauty brand. brand to find it. Yeah. Unless literally it was Donald Robertson. Right. In which case I may 
I would be psyched, but I'd also just want like an actual painting from him. Absolutely. Are we being ranty? Are we being like geriatric here? No, I don't think we're being ranty. I think we just need to better understand what an NFT really is. Well, even in this article, it says that there is a, it's like a cryptocurrency. So there is a financial risk. Definitely. I don't want, I'm not trying to risk anything financially for a blush or a picture of a blush. I'm not. Yeah. And I do. Right. And I feel like NFTs are for people who have like, you know, disposable income and money to play with and like Michelle Fawn. Right. So maybe she'll come on or someone again, if you are an expert, please let us know. Or if you simply just want to tell us Did you buy one? Right. Are you a fan of NFTs? Call the hotline. Or even like non-beauty NFTs. Tell us what NFTs you've purchased. Yes. Yes. And we're not trying to shame anybody that has like done an NFT purchase. We're just very confused by this. We're not seeing the value. We're seeing the value for the brand, but we're not seeing the value for the person buying. Or like I can understand, like you said, Kirby, like, digital art nfts nfts from certain brands but not a beauty brand like i'm not i'm not buying an nft from a beauty brand no i mean okay okay if you had to buy an nft what would make you want to buy an nft see i don't know like i don't know what an nft entails i was trying to think was there like a customization aspect that would make it special but then it's like oh yeah it's like this digital thing i have on my phone it's not like a tangible thing that you buy. Like if Charlotte Tilbury was going to make a compact that said like Kirby Johnson on it, I'd be like effing stoked, right? And like take it around and show people. Right. Or like named a lipstick after you. Yes. Spitzy, you're like, is that what, how NFTs work? I don't know, Kirby. I don't know. So please call our hotline 424-341-0426 if you want to explain to us the consumer benefit of an NFT, what beauty <laughs> NFTs you may have already purchased or what NFTs you have purchased that are not beauty related and why they were a good purchase or why they were a bad purchase. Did you buy an NFT and you were like, yikes, why did I do this? We want to know. Hit us. Hit us up. Hit me with your best shot. Okay. That's our show, fam. Guess what? If you want to watch this podcast, you can because we're on YouTube. We just uploaded our Bailey Sarian interview on our YouTube channel. We have some lovely comments that have been left that just warm my heart. I'm like, oh, people are watching and commenting on the video. Yay. We're trying to upload the Mario. Uh, Dead of a Novik. Dead of a Novik. I fuck it up every time. Dead of a Novik video, but it's so large that like my computer cannot even process it. So we're trying. We're trying. Let's get Kirby a new laptop. (laughs) It's going to go up soon. It's going to go up soon. And then we will have our video uploads. Hopefully every Tuesday, Friday, it's your girl over here making that happen. So like, just be (laughs) patient and bear with it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Remember to buy Sarah Tan's Nails of Olet. L. You like really wishing Olay came out with nails. Nails of L.A. collaboration. And we'll have all the links to everything that we talked about on our website. We will talk to you on Friday.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.